Cast. It's not about the corner office. It's not about the fancy title. It's not even about the extra money. Responsible leadership is about taking care of those who choose to follow you, and that care takes on many forms. This podcast is dedicated to bringing you the best guests with the best advice to help you succeed in that endeavor. The Responsible Leadership Podcast is a production of The Leadership Phalanx. To find out more about me and what I do, visit leadershipphalanx.com. That's leadership, P-H-A-L-A-N-X.com. And now, on to today's show. All right, folks, uh, welcome to another story episode of the Responsible Leadership Podcast. Um, I think next week we're probably going to have two interviews, maybe the week after that. Uh, but hopefully you've been enjoying these short stories and the leadership lessons they have. And if you have, please make sure that you're subscribing, rating, reviewing, and uh, get on social media and follow the show and share your thoughts. Uh, I really try to keep this show around you, the audience. So when you share these things, uh, ideas for stories you may have, uh, whether you have some guest ideas, although I'm fairly booked up, uh, but we try to make those work. So when I say, please go interact, I do mean that. Go interact. Let me know these things. I want you to drive this show uh, to the greatest extent possible. Okay, today's story. So I'm not going to name any names for copyright reasons and all that kind of good stuff. But I'm just going to say, if you've been watching a certain documentary series about a certain quarterback, you've probably heard this story recently. But for those of you who haven't been watching it, uh, I want to share it because it is a valuable leadership and life lesson that I think a lot of people need to hear. And the story goes like this. Uh, this is the way I heard the story originally. Anyways, it's slightly different from uh, the way you heard it on the show. Anyway. So, uh, you know, hundreds of years ago in, in Japan, there was a farmer, he woke up and he found out that somehow overnight his horse had ran away, got loose, took off, nowhere to be found. The village caught wind of this and as everybody passed by uh, the farmer working in the field because he didn't have the help of the horse, uh, you know, they would stop and give him some type of condolences and tell him what sad, tragic news it was that his horse ran away because those things were extremely expensive back then. And every time somebody would tell him how terrible it was, he would respond with, well, maybe. Well, the next day comes, and the farmer hears a noise out in his barn, and the horse that had ran away had made friends. It had brought back six or seven uh, wild horses, and they were in the barn, and now this farmer has uh, a wealth of horses. Again, these things were expensive. So as the message passes through the village, villagers start come over wanting to buy the horses and tell him what great fortune he had. And he would look at them each and say, well, maybe. Well, a couple days later, his son is trying to break one of the wild horses and gets bucked off the horse and breaks his leg. And the villagers come through and start talking about what terrible luck he had. You know, your horse ran away, and now your son broke his leg. And again, every one of them would tell him what terrible luck he would have. He would respond with, well, maybe. Uh, Fast forward a week or two later, 
and war breaks out across feudal Japan, and the daimyos come through to uh, recruit the the eldest sons uh, that were of fighting age uh, to come fight for the cause. And because his son had a broken leg, he wasn't able to go to war, so he was spared. The villagers who had lost their sons, with a little bit of spite in their voices, you know, were telling him how lucky that he was that his son had broke his leg and he couldn't go to war. Again, every one of them that came through, the farmer replied with, well, maybe. So the story keeps going on. You can add different layers and you keep going as long as you want with it. But the point is, no matter what happened to this farmer, he didn't listen to what everybody else's opinion was of the situation. He kept kind of a centered, a very stoic approach to everything with, well, maybe. Maybe my horse running away is a bad thing, but let's see. Okay, he brings back new horses. Maybe that's a good thing. Well, one of them ends up throwing my son and breaking his leg. Maybe that's a bad thing. But then war breaks out, and now my son doesn't have to go to war and, and potentially die. Maybe that's a good thing. We don't know, uh, you know, depending on how you want to tell the story, we don't know what happens to that son's mental health as we go. One thing we know about the modern uh, veteran suicide epidemic is one of the big drivers is something called survivor's uh, regret or survivor's remorse, survivor's guilt. It's the guilt uh, associated with not having died literally on the battlefield. And we know that ancient warrior uh, cultures, which Japan was, you know, had that same type of regard for going to war and fighting. So, you know, we don't know as the story goes on if, if any of these things were inherently good or inherently bad. And I think that's the mistake that we make most often in our lives is we let others tell us whether something should be good or bad rather than waiting to see. You're in a car accident on your way to work. Okay, people are going to say, oh, that's terrible. Well, you don't know if something else was going to happen to that vehicle that could have been much more tragic. Or maybe um, because of the accident, you get a decent sum of money and you're able to get the car of your dreams or maybe even early retirement. Hopefully there's no serious medical injuries in this uh, scenario. But you don't know if that wreck is a good thing or a bad thing. Um, and even if you get the money, you don't know if the money is a good thing or a bad thing. There's literally documentary after documentary made of person who goes from nothing to having a ton of money to having less than they did before and sometimes getting addicted to drugs and alcohol. But we want to attach good, bad. We want to attach positive and negative to all these things that happen in our lives. And one of the principles of Stoic philosophy is, well, you know, let's just see. Right. You know, we can only control what we can control. The horse running away, the car crash, whatever it is, those aren't things we can control. What we can control is us, our emotions, our feelings and all of those things. Now, you may be thinking, Earl, you mentioned mental health earlier. Not everybody with mental health issues can do that. Absolutely. Some people have mental health issues. I'm not a mental health professional, so I can't go into details of what all of those are. But yes, for those folks, it is much more difficult, if not near impossible, for them to take on kind of that centered stoic mindset. Now, a lot of folks try, and through things like cognitive behavior therapy and things like that, that's really kind of what those things are trying to do is get you back to that center point. And some folks can have success with that. Some folks can't. So 
word of caution here. Don't go and say, hey, I listened to Earl talk about uh, this on his podcast and you need to not take such a negative mindset. It's hard for people to do sometimes. What you should do is take on that coaching mindset and see if you can help them. And if you can't, maybe guide them towards somebody who is trained professionally to help them. And maybe those people can't help. Some people, it's just a thing. A little bit of a tangent there because mental health is something that's very passionate uh, uh, for me to talk about. Uh, But back to the main point. As we go through our careers, whether we're a follower, whether we're a leader, whether an entrepreneur, CEO of a Fortune 500 company, stop letting other people tell you whether something is good or bad. Start looking at opportunities for yourself. Start taking on, well, maybe. Because you don't want other people's thoughts on the topic influencing yours, and maybe you're missing out on opportunity. Or maybe they're feeding you full of positivity and you're getting ready to make a huge mistake. So if you go through these things, don't adopt right off the bat. Don't adopt a positive or negative mindset. Let them play out. Be ready to act. 100% be ready to act. But don't let other people tell you whether something is inherently good, bad, or indifferent. Make those decisions for yourself. All right, folks, there it is. Uh, Hope you enjoyed the story. I hope you took away some of those key points. Please, again, as you're interacting in social media, share with me what you took away, especially from these story episodes, um, interviews as well, but especially these story episodes. I want to make sure that you're getting something out of these. So with that, I'm going to go ahead, get out of the way, and uh, let that outro play. You all have a fantastic day. Well, all right, folks, there you have it. Another great show about responsible leadership. I really appreciate you listening. And if you have any feedback for me, please reach out at earl at leadershipphalanx.com. That's E-A-R-L at leadership, P-H-A-L-A-N-X.com. Thank you for rating, reviewing, subscribing, and sharing the show so these messages can spread further and make a bigger impact. With that, I look forward to speaking with you again in the next episode. I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interviews. Electric Acid. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that the No, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big home. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Electric acid.